Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Answers That Count. I'm your host, Charles Musgrove, and you know we've got another great show on tap today. Heck, we're still living in this COVID. I don't know if it's COVID crisis anymore, but we're in it. Today is August 4th, 2020. It is 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, so that gives you some perspective of what time, what day it is. So who knows what's going to happen after the day or how fast it's going to happen, but you got a record of it. This is when we recorded this. I would like to welcome on the show today Whitney Lee from Destin, Florida. Welcome to the show, Whitney. Hey, this is going to be a great show. And today, th- hey, listen, this is uh, we're talking about a topic that I love, but I'm not good at it. I know that I need more of it, and I need more help with social doing social media correctly, doing doing your marketing correctly, doing it the new way, the right way. So you're the expert at that. So that's what we do on this show. We try to get the best experts in a subject and get them on the show so that we can ask the questions to get the right answers. So thank you for joining us today. I know it's, I know it is. And I've been uh, with you as you've been a uh, guest speaker at different conferences and you do a great job of that. So I've been, uh, looking forward to getting you on our show. And uh, the name of your business is Socially Media Co. Is that right? All right. So tell us a little bit about what you do and why you're, you are the expert in this area. Yeah, and it's uh, I think one of the, the the terms you used there was strategic communication. So the communication and to do that right is to get your message out to the your your customer base. I think is important. To uh, it's about branding. It's about selling a product or service. It's about letting people know what you're about so that they they feel like they can they can trust you to buy your business, your service, or the product that you're selling. So that is uh, you know it, it's. Uh, I think it's I would look at what you do is the third leg to the stool. So you've got the uh the back office, the accounting and doing all the compliance stuff. You've got the actual business itself and selling the widgets or making the widgets, and then you've got to be able to promote and sell it also. So Yeah. 
that you want to, hey, uh, okay, you guys do it, do that, whether it's creating a or uh, being an attorney or whatever the case may be, and let us bring you the right type of clientele that you want to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so critical because if most people are like me and they're not like you because you're very comfortable in front of the keyboard pushing out the message and communicating the right way on the different platforms. But but people like me, they're uncomfortable about doing that. You know, when they make a post on Facebook or when they make a, a tweet on Twitter or whatever their platform is, they feel some anxiety over, is it is it correct? Am I doing this the right way? Is this Am I sending some crazy message out to everybody in the world to see it? So tell me I'm not the only one like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what's needed. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I want to do. Uh, I want to talk just a little bit about the COVID how that's changed your business and how you've seen it change other people's business. And then what we'll do is we'll take a, a little music interlude and we'll go right into recording for the radio show. So, you know, COVID hit back in March, I guess, is when the, the official government lockdown happened. And I'd like to get your perspective on how it's not only affected your business, but your client's business as well, because, you know, we, we continue to work in our business. We provide accounting uh, back office resources to our clients. So we were able to continue that because not every business was closed down. and But we went to the remote working. So changing our the way we work to working in a virtual setting was really not that much different than what we do anyway because all of our stuff is out there on the internet and secure and safe places. So that was not a big challenge. But it's been interesting to uh, to, to work with clients that have really been impacted by this, those restaurants, the bars and the lounges that have been really impacted and, and continue to this day to be impacted probably more so than any other any other industry out there. So, you know, we're all anxious about getting back to what's normal or understanding what the total pivot on this is going to be so we can go back to to getting in a, in a routine. So give me your experience both in your business and your clients. So, you know, a couple of those were our restaurants, 
our restaurants that went down for, um, you know, for a little while to go off and a little while to be done. So, but it was very interesting the moment they came around, suddenly people realized, like, this doesn't do something that's going to go away overnight. We've got to find a new way to reach our clientele. And so we actually initiated by potential business uh, because people realize, like, hey, I need someone to tell my story um, and to help drive business and find it. So that's kind of what it's been our experience now for our clients. Um, you know, I mentioned a little bit about our restaurants that had to go down to the ghost food only for a little while. Then they um, went back into 50% capacity. And what we really saw for them, especially in the social media world, uh, is that the consumers right now are uh, really being scared by what they see on the media. So when they're coming into the restaurant, they have their eye on everything. They are watching to make sure these restaurants are dotting the I's and crossing the T's. We had guests come in that were literally measuring the food table. Wow. Right. Yeah, you can't lose that totally. Absolutely. That's kind of how our messaging has had to shift. Um, 
That's an. <clears throat> Yeah, that's that is uh, that's an interesting perspective on that to know what you did and how you address that because it it is um, you don't want to play into the fear or the panic, but you also can't ignore that. You have to acknowledge that there is there is something out there. People have to uh, ident- acknowledge that and conduct their business a little bit differently. That doesn't mean you you stop delivering business. Maybe we had to pause it for a period of time, but. You knew that it was going to come back in some form or fashion in the future. So be ready for that and and present the best message possible during the during the pause period. Yeah. Yeah, that's a and that's a good way to get the message out too is is through social media. So it's a it's a way you can deliver that message on a, control it and and deliver that regularly. So that that's a very good story. So I think we're we have enough set up for the radio show. So we're going to take a little bit of a music session right here and John's going to play the intro to the radio show and we'll go right into that. Welcome to Answers That Count. If you own a business, you can count on us to give you the answers you need to succeed in all aspects of your business. And now, here's your host, Charles Musgrove. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for another exciting show of Answers That Count. I am Charles Musgrove, your host. You know what we do. We bring the answers that uh, to the questions that you're asking about your business. We're out there on all of the podcast channels platforms that you normally listen to your podcast we're on youtube and we're on answers so check us out there leave us a message if you've got an idea for another show if you if you have content that you'd like to uh, see us deliver leave us a message comment on our on our content on youtube and today i would like to welcome whitney lee from destin florida welcome to the show whitney It's going to be great. We have, uh, for those on the radio show, we have had an interesting discussion so far with Whitney about how the coronavirus, how the COVID-19 has impacted her business as well as the businesses that that she services in in her uh, marketing and PR business. So, Whitney, I know you've you've had this, you've already told us this earlier in the show, but give us just a little snippet on your business over in Destin, Florida. Uh, 
Well, that's a that's a fun place to to uh, go to. That's a fun place to live in. So, what a great place to uh, provide services to the clients that are there too. So that's that's a uh, fun place to be. So, congratulations on that. So we have so many, there's so many social media platforms out there. You've got Facebook, you've got Twitter, you've got Instagram, you've got the new one, Parler, um, LinkedIn. So how does a business know which one to use, if any of them, and what? how does a website relate to those social media platforms? Right. Is that because it's more, you can take a picture and it's easier to tell the story through a picture of a product or fashion or food than it is to tell the story of you provide a service? Really? Right. Um, 
for the most part, generation Z. Um, but those things have to pick up. Um, the big, big brands are doing them, but the smaller businesses haven't really found a way yet to make those um, really profitable for them. Um, so, but I would say it's for LinkedIn. LinkedIn is uh, a mixture of ages. But the biggest thing I would say for your business, if you are a B2B business um, and you're serving other businesses, you need to be all over That's going to be your biggest uh, return on investment for your time there. So I definitely encourage you, if you are a B2B business owner, uh, you need to have a plan and be posting actively inside of LinkedIn. So, and like you said, there are countless other social media platforms out there, Pinterest. Right. It's a big one, especially just all women. Um, if you are in interior design, if you are um, in uh, product, you know, or uh, clothing, uh, anything of that nature that is solicited for women, you definitely want to be on Pinterest. Uh, so I think those are the biggest ones to mention. Uh, but like you said, there's new ones every single day. And I think that. The number one thing I encourage people to do is you want everything on Right. Make the key that, that reach your audience and do those really well. Don't try to do it. Interesting. So, the, um, so LinkedIn, B2B, that would be professional service firms. They're going to be, they need to use LinkedIn for that, for their uh, social media platform is their primary one. How, how does the... I want to come back to the timing of post and the frequency of post as well, but touch on first the the relationship of the social of the of those platforms you did that you just went through and the and their website. Yeah. Um, so actually, the social media Okay. So utilize those social media platforms as a way to drive people to your website. Even, um, for example, let's say you're a CPA and you're not, they're not looking online with you or whatever. Maybe what you're driving at your website to do is read an interesting blog you wrote. But the super valuable for you to use the tool to teach people to your website. Right. So then it's just a, a feed, feeds itself. Do you get any mileage by sending people from the website to the social media platform? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you 
because you know staying connected and staying in front of the right clientele, uh, whether they're they may not text your website all the time, but maybe your posts will start popping up to them. Right. Um, you want to have as many ways to reach your clientele possible, trying to get their email address, things like that. Um, the more ways you can cut your target Talk to me about frequency of post on the different platforms. So let's just let's keep it just start with the simple. Let's say we're we're a B2B type business. So we're gonna use LinkedIn and maybe we use Facebook. So we have Facebook, LinkedIn, and our website. So how frequently should we post to those and, and kind of the nature of the content of the post? Don't do it then. <laughs> I have some clients that post twice a day, seven days a week, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and that's okay if you have this stuff. Group images, but if you're just posting for the sake of posting, and you're like, I just need to put something up there just to get it up there, it's actually hurting you more than it's helping you. Explain that because. Right. All right, so you you mentioned three. So three is kind of a, you would say that's probably, maybe you can only do one good post a week. Is that still satisfactory? Okay. Yeah. Right. That actually looks worse on your business than not having a presence at all. So I tell people if it's not something that you can read, 
Right. Interesting. Those are great, uh, great points. And I, I'm sure that I will need to need a refresher course in that. But you mentioned the momentum factor. So that is so important. And I've heard other professionals like you say that before. And it is um, somebody like me is when they really need help in doing that because they would need, I need somebody to say, hey, don't put out more just to put out more. More is not necessarily better make less but better quality so you get the momentum or the the reaction or the engagement very high and that might that's the same on all of the platforms if you're doing linkedin if you're doing facebook twitter or any of those platforms is that right same concept True. That is aggressive. So what about, we mentioned the frequency and the quality of the post. What about the should there be consistency on the, the time of day that you make the post? Right. They're getting everybody else off to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start it out and maybe for a week, post early morning and, and measure your results. And then try mid morning. Then try 
Interesting. You know, the more you talk about this, the more, and this is going to sound bad, but there is a precision to this and there is a, an art to it that you really need to have constant engagement with this, constant interaction with how, how are your posts, how are they turning out? You know, what's the engagement online? And it really is, it almost is another, which is what you're saying, this is your, this is your profession. This takes expertise to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I I am uh, I'm old enough to remember time before all of this stuff, and people relied on the print medium. So they would they would put an adver- advertisement in the newspaper or in a, or in a or in a magazine. That that's very expensive to do that, and it's you don't know what the results are. So the the results of that are very spotty. Now you can almost get instantaneous feedback on how effective that ad is, and you can change your messaging you can be very sensitive to how you change the message on a everyday basis or every post basis. Right. Interesting. I can see even in those situations that you're pairing the print with what you do on the digital platforms as well. I believe that. And what the, 
this COVID stuff has really forced people out of their, their normal work environment. It's not that they've stopped delivering the service or the product that they did before, but it's put them in a different delivery method of the service. So there has to be a messaging in that as well. Right. Yeah, providing that information. So we've talked about a lot of the things that we should do, how to do it better. There's probably some mistakes we need to avoid also. So what are what are those mistakes? I know we we may have touched on some, but highlight those mistakes we need to avoid. Right. Right. Yeah, we have... They stop, right. Right. Well, we have heard what to do, 
and we ended with what not to do. Those are some great tips. That is some great information. Whitney Lee, thank you so much for joining us from Destin, Florida. Paradise over there. Can't wait to get back over to Destin and the San Destin area. So thank you for that information. I'm your host, Charles Musgrove with Answers That Count. Join us every week right here on Real Talk 93.3. Look for us on YouTube and all the popular podcast platforms out there. Check out the full show there. Stay tuned next week. Stick around. We've got a little bit of post-show also with Whitney Lee. Answers That Count is brought to you by The Bean Team. For all your business accounting needs, visit beanteam.com for more info. You can listen to more episodes of Answers That Count on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, or visit AnswersThatCount.com. All right, Whitney, thank you. That was great. I cut you off a little bit on the what not to do, so I think that was good. We went through, and we talked about don't overpost. So only post quality stuff. Try to do three posts per week. So uh, I learned a lot. I learned that, uh, and I think a lot of people that that listen learned that they need people that are professionals in this area to help also. Yeah, we have seen when you when you mentioned the political post, that is, uh, man, you can get such a backlash on that. It's, uh, I think, one one other outcome of this COVID crisis is there's more people on social media now, and they seem to be a lot more trigger happy. So if you put something out there that people don't agree with, they're going to jump you quickly, and the backlash can be tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's true about a lot of things. People will tolerate a lot of other people pushing over their beliefs, but they only take it so far and then they're going to stand up and they'll they'll deal with the consequences of that too because they've been pushed too far. So people have different tolerances of how how much they can be pushed before they're going to stand up, but I think most people understand or they they learn quickly what the backlash can be and they know the price to they know the price if they don't stand up as well. I mean, we've seen that in countless examples also. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you see, What's what? how does this COVID thing end? What's the end look like? I mean, we still have, and I think to a restaurant, I think of the restaurant industry. I know we talked a lot about that. And to a, to a large extent, the the Destin area has been, I won't say isolated, but they their recovery has been much more dramatic than what you've seen in non-destination places. Like if I compare the recovery, the, the rebound that, that Destin went through compared to Tallahassee on the restaurant industry, it's a dramatic difference. I mean, Destin bounced back quickly with the, on the restaurant side. That has not happened in Tallahassee. Really? Well, I feel like a lot of the main driver of all that is the timing. 
businesses that make every dollar from between about March 1 until Right. So we saw all this right at the beginning of spring break. There were so many businesses that were like, if I can't make money right now, I am going to close Yeah. So they actually took a massive hit for the first two months, but the moment everything got turned back on, it was Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I am I am Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what? To underscore that, if you check with the real estate agents in the real estate market in Destin area, it's boomed. There has it has been. There's no inventory right now in San Destin. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if if there's other uh, locations like Destin that are in the in the the Sun Belt or along the coast that have experienced the same thing. Right. Plus the other thing, I know, I know you said not to uh, bring in politics or you don't make posts on politics, but this, this seems this twenty twenty seasons right now everything's about politics and the November third election. So that that has some 
that has to have an impact too on on what that outlook is. You know, what's beyond November third. So, I mean, we're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with the the riots or the the protest, and then we're dealing with the election. I mean, there's just so much that we have on our plate right now that are variables that I don't I can't remember having all those in one one bucket in in my in my lifetime. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the that's the real deal is it's uh you know, you used to have you probably had a one year marketing plan. Now it's probably three months would be the, the longest that you've got. We're gonna look three months out and you're working off of a, a week or a month or even a day. It may change tomorrow. Yeah. A press conference. <laughs> right. I don't know how many press conferences the governors used to have, but when they have them now, people watch those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Whitney. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to wrap it there. It's been a great show. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to get you on a future show as well. All right, look forward to the next time. Thank you for joining us out there. Look for us on all the podcast platforms, YouTube, AnswersThatCount.com. I'm your host, Charles Musgrove with Answers That Count. Have a great day, a blessed week. Peace.